Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is Sten. I would like to announce that my team in Nashville is looking to add an experienced advisor. This advisor would have approximately four years or more of experience, but more importantly, this advisor is looking for a new challenge. This advisor wants to take the elite path and reject the average path in our industry. In this role, you will work right alongside me growing your business. Together, we will help level up legacy as an organization. If you think you're up for this challenge, you can go to stenmorgan.com backslash apply to answer the questionnaire. Or if you're listening to this and you're thinking of another advisor that could be a good fit, please make that connection. If that advisor becomes an advisor on our team, I will send you a $5,000 referral fee. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. What's up, brother? Good to be here. It's kind of good to be here. Kind of. I've been. I was sharing with you earlier today. Like I've been frustrated, like a lot. Uh, not with anybody specifically, but just like human nature in general. <laughs> not, not with anyone specifically, but actually with no every, names with everyone. <laughs> no, I've been I've been frustrated with a lot of people. Yeah. Um. But I want I want you to go to who are you frustrated with? In general, with the the, the desire that all of us have to just settle. For like, I took a cold shower this morning for the first time in like a month, and I hit a streak where I was doing that all the time. I felt better. The dad is there. Everyone should be doing it every morning. Like, but for some reason, I just stopped, and I, I got comfortable enough. I did it just enough to make myself feel better, and then stop. And as I've had some interactions with some different advisors, where they're like, "Man, I know I want this. I know I need to do it," and then they don't. And usually, it's not. I don't get frustrated with somebody when I'm talking to them from a coaching standpoint. And a lot of these people are reaching out to me. They're like, Sten, can I have some time? Yeah, we can get, I do something? We get like, people who reach out to us every week. I mean, I would say every day. Yep. Be email, whatever, there's lots of different channels. And, and a lot of times it's not, hey, Sten, thanks for the suggestion. Or whether it's our community, whether it's an event we're putting on, whether it's our online course. If they say, hey, great, but I'm going to go do this instead, great. Yeah, like I'm, you're taking yeah. action, you're yep. getting uncomfortable, but unfortunately that's rarely the case. I was going to say that, I was going to ask you a follow-up. Like, how often do people say, hey, I was thinking about this, I'm going to do this instead, or, I mean, is it, it's mostly... It's mostly nothing. Yeah. Sometimes it's, hey, I'm going to do this instead, and it's like just a toned-down version or a less dis- uncomfortable version, which is also a little frustrating, because I, I know you're going to be back here again, and and what we know and what we're going to talk about a little bit later today is, like, what, what regrets are made of. And, and and the fact that like let's all own that this is happening. Let's all own that the natural pull of ourselves is back towards average. It's yeah. back to what we know, which most of us will say we don't want to be where we are. And maybe it's just because we take our eye off the ball, like I did with the cold shower thing. It was like I just stopped proactively thinking about it, and where did I end up? Back where I was before, where I didn't want to be. Right. And so, what are the what what's the accountability piece? What are the things? How can we rebuild our day to just own? If left unattended, I'm going to, to lean towards average. And I know average is going to leave me frustrated with regrets. So let's just put that on the table. Like we're all susceptible to that. Okay, now how do I hijack that process and keep pushing myself? The heart of this company comes out of our hearts to help advisors recognize and reach their potential faster. The faster. That's, that's I remember our when we added that word, yeah. We're like, hmm, faster uh because the industry will say we will help you recognize and reach your potential where the elite advisor network comes in and says cool let's do that faster that's right because there is an average path and if you stay in the business long enough the average path will find you will take you to a pretty comfortable life mm-hmm. and there is a there is a there is there's something about a comfortable life that is really unhealthy 
Oh yeah. And there's there are challenges that we want to talk about today. And again, uh, just like it is out of I, what I hope is an, a, a healthy frustration of talking to so many advisors who 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 are just just comfortable enough to not do anything, mm. yeah. but not uncomfortable enough to do something or not self-aware enough to say, um, I, I'm going to go make myself uncomfortable. Yep. Right. And this is a frustration advisors have, and I have all the time with clients. Yeah. Like you're, you're coming to me saying you have a goal you want to achieve. Uh, I'm giving you ideas on how to get there. I meet with you six months later and you've done nothing. And you're equally frustrated. You're just sitting in this pool of, you know, frustration, disappointment in yourself. I know I should be doing something better. And and it's that same feeling that we, we're having with different advisors where it's like, man, I, I feel like I want this more for you than you do. Yeah. Uh, and that, that, that will never work. And, and so, so I think with our audience, we end up we end up engaging with two groups we've found. Yeah. And those two groups are on, on, on one side, it's I'm aware enough. I want more. Mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable, um, whether I want it for my family, I want it for my business. Like I want, I don't want to feel this much pressure that I need more clients all the time. Like the desire of on a daily basis to achieve is what drives them. So they come to us and they say, I see you've already done it. Why would I try to recreate this on an island by myself and just be frustrated if I can be taught by others already doing it? Right. We love working with those people. The other are people that have a high level of awareness to realize, wow, coaching's important. What got me where I am is is doing uncomfortable things. And so they fully embrace coaching, feedback, community. Yeah. But that middle group, it's big. Our, our advisors that are just stuck, I'd even say they just have to be unaware. Yeah. Because someday they'll 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 look around and realize, like, man, I I just I missed it. I underachieved. I've had enough conversations with enough advisors that lately I have actually been saying, um, you know, say it's Mike. Mike, uh, I'm going to give you this link. You've expressed interest. Uh, if you don't join by Friday, you're probably not going to do anything. Like, and I'm not going to follow up. And it's like, not because I don't care, but it's just you're a grown adult. And I've told you everything you need to know. It's really just up to you now. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not, they're not, it's not their wife's problem. It's not, they don't have money in the bank account. There's there's something about a level of curiosity or, or awareness that that and I would say here's the hard part is in the same way that positive habits start to snowball into other positive habits mm-hmm. uh, that that sort of complacency it it it's never in one place in your life mm. right it it yeah. it's always going to bleed somewhere else and I want to encourage you if you're watching or listening to this. Because there is a level of curiosity and awareness that you have, if you're listening or watching this on YouTube, that a vast, vast majority of advisors do not have. And so I want you to feel great about the fact that you are, to some degree, curious Mm -hmm. and wanting more for yourself. Because to go on whatever app you're on or our website or YouTube, to hit play, to, to pay attention to this and multiple other episodes. Every month we get people stand who are going back to episode one. We contract mm-hmm. the downloads. We know that there's every single month, this show's been around for more than a year, every single month we're still getting people to go back to episode one. So they're going 56 episodes ago and they're <laughs> saying, I want to go. That is a curious, 
healthy-minded mm. person. Yep. And, you know, there's other people that we like more than others, and they leave reviews. <laughs> nice. So thank you. We like you more than others. Uh, seriously, leave a review. But there's the next one, which is, and I want you to talk about this sort of accumulation versus or plus implementation, because mm-hmm. I think it's the it's the two key ingredients of successful people. Yep. Right. So tell me about accumulation. I've met advisors that are students of the game. You know, they love to read. They're always studying. Like they can just talk about everything. And, and but a lot of times, those same advisors I meet also express, "Yeah, but I I don't have a practice like yours." Uh, I I'm I'm not I don't have the number of clients I want. I'm not making the money I want. And and what we I've realized from these interactions is like there's this buildup, but lack of execution or implementation. And it reminds me of the the Stoic philosophy. And when I first started reading more of that and was curious about like for me philosophy felt like it was that professor in college in like yeah, a, a, a very heavy sweater from reality s- smoking a cigar just thinking about yeah, life the elbow pad thing yes the yep. leather elbow pads classic yep, kind of have it. And then when I started reading more of the Stoics, like it was philosophy and action. Mm-hmm. It was like people living hard lives, doing things and saying, these are lessons that everybody should know to live a better life right. actively. Right. And, and the same is true, I feel like, for advisors where it's like, look at all these letters I have and look at all these things. And, and what really c- comes down to for us is like, how many people are we helping? Like, let's measure by everything by impact, not by letters on our card or the, the, the strategies we can talk about. And so I think for advisors, it's important at times. I lean more towards action first with a balance that like I can always on the fly go back and figure the thing out. Right. But I want to earn someone's trust and add value and then find out other things I can do versus I'm going to sit over here and accumulate all this knowledge or all this grow a business and work on my workflows and Salesforce, wherever the technology is, and just have all this pent up infrastructure yeah. without it actually going out and helping anybody. Right, right. I think what what gets really discouraging, and this is where sometimes I have to stop accumulating because I'm not implementing enough, mm-hmm. that uh, if there's a relationship in my life I'm working on, if there's, you know, if I'm trying to become a better coach and I'm watching videos, if I'm here at the office and I'm, you know, reading a book or whatever, there are times when I just go, you know, Andy, stop and do. Mm-hmm. Just stop. You know enough. You're hiding by <laughs> reading more. Nice. You're literally, I'm, I'm hiding from action. Yeah. I'm hiding from implementation by doing more accumulation. And what we know to be true is that if you accumulate too much and you don't implement mm-hmm. in every sense, whether it's food or money mm-hmm. or, you know, possessions, like we call these people hoarders, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and, and it's like, you know, I, have you ever met anyone you really admired and they were a professional student? No, like they're a student of the game, meaning mm-hmm. they implement, they learn, and then they implement. But no one's like, I just want to grow up and learn all the time. No, you learn to implement. Mm. And I think yep. the challenge is, you know, I, I, how many other podcasts are you listening to that you're not doing something with? And I, and now we get a lot of compliments on this, and we're proud of it. And I think it's one of our hallmarks is that we try to be really practical. Like, go have a different meeting because of this. And so we don't, and this is where our frustration comes in, is that, we know that when people make these changes, it absolutely works. 100% of the time. 100% of the time. <laughs> Which is crazy, yeah. I mean, Which is crazy and awesome. Yep. I was talking to a member of our, our community today. I didn't tell you about this, but uh, I just said, where your, where are your fees at? And he said, we're at 4,000 now. It's kind of our base. We were at 2,500 eight or 12 months ago. And I said, man, that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, imagine if 
you know, it's happening. Like you think about the car industry, the average car has gone up 40% in the last like three years. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Right. Um, And it's like, it's, and, and, and he's struggling because he's like, I'm doing this and this, but he's struggling because he's implementing and he's learning. Yep. Right. And it's like, that's the right kind of struggle versus the struggle of like having no momentum whatsoever. Right. They're just trying to figure out where to put their momentum and their energy because they're in motion. Mm. It's a lot easier to navigate when you're moving. Like we know this to be true. Right. You've seen those like super cool guys and they're like stand still at a stoplight on our bike and they're like bouncing. That's skill. (laughs) It's not hard to balance a bike when you're going forward at five miles an hour because it's like things in motion are easier to steer and move. And, and I, you know, I don't know if this is an episode more for us or for you, the listener, but it's just so frustrating that again, it's like, we don't, I want people to be a part of EA and I want people to come to our events, but more, I just want people to do something. Yeah. Right. And again, listen to the podcast is something, mm-hmm. but it's like, that's not going to change your, your community. That's not going to change your team. That's not going to change your future or your family's future because you have to implement. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really great people do. I think about the the failures of big companies. You know, I remember Google came off something and I can't remember the name of it, which is a testimony to how bad it was. <laughs> But they came with some, oh, it's called Google Wave. Hmm. Do you remember Google Wave? I do not. No, nope. <laughs> and that's my point, right? It's, it's, it was weird. It was like this hybrid, like, workspace plus social networks. It was just, and it was, like, really hard to explain. And, like, this is a company that had billions of dollars and could explain it. But you know what? They keep trying things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's why they're still in business. It's because yep. they keep trying. They keep implementing. And I think that's just our heart for, for business owners, mm-hmm. for people who contact us. And I, and I think maybe we're just, I don't know, maybe you're, I'm older than you, but like maybe you're just like, I'm just getting tired of being patient with it, you know? Yeah, I think there's what one thing that our industry does, is, and then this was true for me early on, was what it taught me was like the whole goal is to get a comfortable business so you're comfortable, so that you're making enough money. Like that was the goal. It wasn't about, hey, it's to help as many people. It's about to allow your business to evolve and change as the industry changes. Like yeah. those were not like celebrated things. It was... Do this long enough, and eventually someday you're going to hit a point where you can just kick your feet up and golf a lot. And maybe that's you. Maybe that's your practice. You want a lifestyle practice. and, and But more and more advisors I'm running into are like, they want to be able to live in the tension of like, no, when I solve that problem, another one is created for a good reason because I'm trying to help more people. Uh, I can scale my business. When I tell advisors, what if you could help more people, make more money, and work less? Isn't that the ultimate goal? Where a lot of advisors are like, I'm going to make the same, work the same, and help the same. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal. And be frustrated. And be frustrated or, you know, because, because they know they're settling. Yeah. Like if your business model looks the same today as it did 10 years ago, that's a miss. Like it shouldn't. Maybe, yeah. maybe you, every couple years you change something and then you put your head down and just maximize it and then you pick your head up again and say, hey, how can we evolve and change this? Yeah. But if you're saying, hey, Stan, I'm good. I'm checked out. I'm just going to ride off in the sunset. Take my re- renewals and my recurring revenue yeah, and be done. But I, I mean, the good news is I don't think anybody listening to this is probably that person. I they probably would, they, we probably would make them angry. That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, which is fine. I want to make those people angry because they're missing out on what could be. That's right. And again, it's not that we're not saying, you know, you know, and let me ask this, not prepped at all. Do you see your company at some point having 30 employees? Legacy? Yeah. Not... Based on my contribution alone. Right. But I've elevated other people. This is the new business model. No longer is it Sten. Sten had to get out of the way, which right. was hard. Not micromanage. And now other people are helping run that. Yeah. If they, within their own desire, 
build a healthy business that turn into that turns into that, and I'm right. a piece of it. Right, I'm all for it. But you're not coming into work today and be like, man, we got to we got to hire 25 more people, and then we'll be the right company. No. Nope. And my point is that that we're not saying more, 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 more. That's right. right. Ramsey's up the road, down the road from here. Mm-hmm. His goal was to have a thousand employees. 15, great, cool. Like, and he's achieving that. That's yep. his. We're not saying that more is the goal. We're, right. It's like, what is the right thing for you as an advisor? Yep. And and I think people know this about their books of business. Like, oh, I've got a book with a thousand people. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and how many do you want to work with? And they're like 14 <laughs> of the existing thousand. That's right. right. Yeah. Oh, I've got all these other old books or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's not about more. It's about, the, it's about the right kind of business for you. Yep. And I think the challenge is that we want to steer you towards not experiencing what I think most people experience in the human condition. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're listening to the show, you're in the minority. You're in yeah. a very, very small group of people. Uh, we have a great number of downloads for like the number of advisors in, you know, that exist. Um, but I would just say that you're, you're in a really unique place that you, you're not content in a healthy way, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's, and you're not blaming someone else. You're getting it for yourself. Yep. So I want to make, I want to make a, a reminder that our community, our events, one we have coming up in May, uh, another we'll, we'll have later in the year, probably in September, like we put guarantees on them because um, I, I would just say that one of the problems I've had in the past was sort of coaching in general online is for that is that it's sort of like, well, if it doesn't work, it's just your fault. Well, to some point that might be true, like if you don't implement, but it's mm-hmm. like, but what if, like there's guarantees on other things, you know, like my tires are supposed to last, last 40, 50,000 miles. Like the, they can put a guarantee on a tire. Why can't you put a guarantee on this program? Mm-hmm. And I think it's because it don't have a very good program. Yeah. So we're really confident in ours, and that's why we put a guarantee, mm-hmm. right, on it. So I want, to, I want us to, to shift down to avoiding um, what I think is potentially the worst human emotion of all the emotions. Um, and you had really eloquently stated this um, earlier about um, regret is when you're aware of what could happen, but no longer have the time to do what you could have done. And so it's the knowledge of what could have been without the time to do it anymore. Like yeah. that's just heavy. That's regret. And yeah, as we were kicking that around, I think, yeah, regret to me is it's it's a it's a it's it's a past thing that you can't change. Like you can be sad, frustrated with something. A lot of these emotions are like, I can still do something about it. It's not what I'm trying is not working. Like we all live in that tension. But as we were talking about like regret, what we know is that most people on their deathbeds are like, I wish I would have taken more risk. Like these are just common things. Like no one's really arguing like that happens. Yet most people are still in a place to where they're not taking the action they need. So like regrets are constantly in the making. And so for me, that definition really summed it up. It's like, because it is awareness. There's a lot of advisors I talk to that aren't quite aware that they're not doing what they should <laughs> yeah. or they're not reaching the potential, but someday they will. And unfortunately, every day that passes that window of time for you to take action and achieve that thing right. is getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. The problem, yeah. The problem is the window's getting, the, the problem is not the opportunities. The problem is the window is, is getting smaller and that window being the window of time. Yep. And the great thing is we have advisors that we work with that are in their sixties and they're you know, yeah, I want to keep doing this, yeah. right? Uh, but in I mean, their awareness, keep... it took that long for their awareness window to be like, I don't want to just be a, an advisor with an assistant doing the same thing. Like, I think I have more to add, more value to give. And their window is still big enough at that point yeah. to make some change. Are they going to have this 
multi-million dollar planning consulting practice with like it may look different for them but it's but it's still satisfying in them that need or that thing that's been kind of scraping at them like man is there a better way is this it yeah like am i am i just settling selling products that other people control and hoping i make enough money but not giving a really great experience to where my clients don't really see any difference between me and another advisor like which is where most advisors live yeah a lot of the people that engage with us finally get to a place where they're like i think there's a better way like I don't quite understand it yet, but I th- I'm curious enough to pursue it. Right, and then the final piece is just: am I willing to take the action? There's a lot of young advisors. I mean, specifically, I've talked to some that are what, actually two in the last week that are switching from another career, and their their question. It's so fascinating because um, their question is: Hey, Andy Stan, love the show. All right there, I start off with that and mm-hmm. say, "Great, have you left a review?" Just kidding. <laughs> I do ask them that if I meet them in person. Wear them out on the reviews. Uh, well, it helps. And it's like, come on, don't say you love it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but they, they'll say, hey, love the show. But here's my situation. And they mm-hmm. feel unique. And mm-hmm. to them, it is unique. But it's not. Which yeah. is a, like, w- and they say, when should I come to the event? When should I join EAN? Because I haven't started yet. Mm-hmm. And I always respond with essentially the same thing. I try to mix up a little bit. But essentially, it's like, when do you want to be prepared? Before the game or after the game has started? Yeah. You know, where where this is, you know, we're in uh, we're in March, late March. We've got a month of April. We get another month of practice for our baseball team, and then in May, mm-hmm. we we start playing. And I was gonna maybe start playing a little earlier this year, and then I met my team, and I was like, That's we are gonna time. get all the practices <laughs> in we can, uh, because I want to be ready when nice. the ga- the real game starts. Yep. That's just good planning. Oh, yeah. And so if you're thinking about, oh, gosh, how can I? I'm, we have people that go, hey, I know I'm going to get my licensing on this month. Mm-hmm. So they join EAN or they come to think so that that I said, and I, this is my other response. Say, on day one, do you want to be ready to charge for advice? Yes. Okay, then let's That's go. Good. That's right. Let's do this. And then there's the other. So I think there's a, it's that fear of like, I'm not ready yet. And it's mm-hmm. like, of course you're not ready yet. But it's, so get ready. Yep. That's the younger or the newer. And then I'd say there's this huge place in the middle. It's probably a majority of people who are listening right now, Stan, is that, they're just in a habit. They're mm. just in a habit of, of this is the kind of advisors that I'm around. It's the kind of advisors mm. that sort of are in my company. This is my region. Yep. And that habit, habits, habits are heavy, man. Oh, yeah. Habits are hard, hard to break. So well, we talked to some large firms that they'll initially come to us and say, hey, we've identified some of our top advisors, yeah. our most experienced and it's it's one thing to course correct later on and say, oh, this is this is how I want to do it. Because we have advisors tell us that, like, this is the advisor I want to be. But imagine not having a course correct. Like, imagine on day one, yeah. forming the philosophy towards this business that you will hold to for the rest of your career. Yeah. Where for me, I went down an insurance-only path. Yeah. And I had to be, like, shaken up. And then I went investments all the time path. And then eventually I had to find my way and realize, like, oh, there's a holistic, yeah. balanced approach here where my time and ideas are actually valuable. That took me... 10 years. And so if you're thinking about getting in this industry, you should do something like this. Yeah. If you're new to the industry, the sooner the better. If you're, hey, I'm frustrated with the current model I'm in, I think there's a better way. And we have other advisors. We had one, Paul, at our last event. Stud advisor, Merrill Lynch for a long time, managing a bunch of money. He's amazing. He just cruises in and be like, I was just curious, you know? And he's like, and he's like, this is great. I'm going to start doing this tomorrow. Yeah. And so no matter where you are, but if if the question, because we get that a lot, like, when should I do this? I'm thinking about it. I'm at a firm where I can't charge. I want to charge. They're thinking about letting me do it tomorrow. Because it'll, it'll reshape the way you view the industry and your value. 
And the sooner you have that, it'll impact every decision you make. Yeah. It, it adds a new filter to all of your experiences. And again, I, I had this conversation again with a lot of advisors one-on-one and, and I just asked the question without expectation, it's not rhetorical, like, why don't you value your time? Because there's all these other industries that value their time. Yep. Why is it that you don't get paid for your time? And their answer would be something like, well, I get paid for it. And I know that's not what I'm saying. That's not the question. I didn't ask if you get value from, you know, assets under management. I didn't ask if your time, you know, filling out these forms or to, like, why, do, why don't you value your time enough to actually get paid for it? And there's no good answer other than I choose not to, right? And what's fascinating to me is when somebody actually gets defensive of that and you're like, where did that come from? Like, where did the, the passion inside of you to defend that you're not worth a fee yeah. And it was just slowly spoken into us because I was in that group for a long time. The industry just kind of says it and gets you to believe like, hey, go out there and sell these products. Like, And I remember I was with a managing partner once at an old firm and he was he was worried about the fees I was charging because his firm was charging like $1,000 planning fees. And I had some clients pay me $12,000, $20,000. These were complicated business plans. And, and he said to me in a meeting, <clears throat> he was like, I just can't understand how somebody would charge that. He was like, I would never pay you that much for your advice. And this guy was probably 20 years older than me, and he was, like, flustered in the meeting. Yeah. And on the fly, I was like, that's fine. I wouldn't have you as a client. Dang, bro. And we both had this tense moment, and his point was like, I don't see the value in it. Yeah. And I was like, exactly. That's why I wouldn't have you as a client. Yeah. But there's people that do see the value in it, and they love it. Yeah. But he almost couldn't get out because he ran an insurance company. And that's not your ideal client. That's fine. That's fine. And again, I think it's... Again, this is another way that people, this is the last thing I have, so you can wrap after this. But like the, the, the other way that I see advisors talk themselves out of this, and it's sad because I think they want to be in it, but they talk themselves out of it, is they say, but my clients I have now wouldn't do this. Mm. And and I, my, often I would say, you might be right. Yeah. right? I, have those, be right. I have those clients too. Right? And and yeah. But my question is, are, are those the only clients you're ever going to have? Are there no more clients? Yeah. <laughs> right? You know? It's one thing to say, hey, Andy, you want to go skydiving? You'd be like, you know what? My family's not really into skydiving. <laughs> and I want to like go get a different family to, of skydivers to like, you know, like, it's like, that's not for me. Yep. But there's another thing to just say like, no, these are the only people I have. The only people, I, only thing I've known. It's like, well, then go get different people. And yep. with these skills, you will be able to go get and find those people and attract those people and serve those people. And so I, I, I don't want to be harsh today, but I, I want to end on this encouraging note. Like if you're listening to us, you have taken actions that a vast majority of advisors have not taken. Mm-hmm. I just want to, as strongly as I can, encourage you, keep taking action. Implementation sure. is the separator. It's, yep. not, it's not learning. It is not learning. Mm-hmm. It is not, it's not, it's not. Yep. It is, uh, otherwise, the very, very best and brightest of the whole universe would just be at colleges. That's right. And there's a, re- there's a lot of really smart people. But yep. if you want to really affect change in the world, mm-hmm. I would say you have to at some point stop learning mm-hmm. and apply what you're learning and that's our heart and that's why we've got our event in may so we've got our community mm-hmm. um that that's why we do what we do is we don't that's why our episodes are short like we don't want to talk about this yeah i'm gonna go do it that's right that's good and i'll put this challenge out this is probably gonna create some activity for us but if you were in a place where you're like i'm frustrated i want to do more I just don't know what to do. And this is the average versus elite. I talk to a lot of advisors when they tell me what they're going to do. Within 20 seconds, I ask them a couple questions and they 10x what their action was going to be because they're like, wow, you're right. Like that wasn't going to get me extraordinary results. So if you're in that place, I 
email us. Sten Andy, here's the thing I'm thinking about doing to get better. Here's the step I'm taking because it can't be nothing. It can't be I'm good, I'm settled. If, if, if you were in the camp of saying, I want more, I just don't know what the next step is, email us what you think you're going to do to level up your practice this year, and we will get back to you challenging that. It may be, hey, great, what about this? Or it may be like, hey, you're thinking too small, think much bigger, uh, and we'll help you with that. Awesome. So we'll put that uh, link in the show notes uh, or YouTube or wherever you're listening or, or watching. Uh, but if you want to do it right now, it's Andy at eadvisornetwork.com, Andy at eadvisornetwork.com. Uh, we reply to all those. Um, someone on our team will definitely reply to that. Um, Stan, thanks for your time today. And uh, friends, thanks for listening or watching. Uh, we want the very, very best for you. We want to help you recognize and reach your potential faster. And so um, we look forward to helping many of you do that in the future. Thanks, brother. Hey, friend, thank you so much for taking your time to listen to today's show. We do appreciate that. If you have any questions and you'd like to save $500 on your event registration, you can book a time to talk with me one-on-one. Just go to howtochargelive.com. That's howtochargelive.com. And I look forward to talking with you. Keep up the great work and be elite.